That's into right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play. Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it, and that one's gone. Against all odds, here's a high fly ball driven deep to right. Verdugo back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a better day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Poll podcast my name is robert and i apologize for this episode coming out very 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 late it should be about 36 hours or so late i apologize for it. it's been a long long weekend for me i'm sorry about that but how you guys doing today i appreciate you guys for sticking out with me once again welcome to your favorite red sox podcast out there. maybe second favorite section 10 is pretty damn good i wouldn't mind if you like section 10 over me but how are you guys doing today? I hope you had an amazing weekend. For me, it was a truly amazing weekend. Very busy, but I'll get into that at the end of the episode for those who stick around. Right now, we got a ton of Red Sox news to cover because the Red Sox finally heeded my words. They finally went out and made some money moves. All right, They finally went out and got a pitcher. I told them they needed two. They went out, and they've gotten two cents Wednesday. One, that's more of a safe pick for about $10 million. One that was a big trade that just happened about three hours before I hit the record button. And the only reason I'm hitting the record button so late is because I had classes all day today. So without further ado, YouTube, you get to see this beautiful face as is every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe and notification button so you see every time I go live, hopefully with some guests soon. Like I said, very busy, haven't been able to schedule in any guests. Hopefully that will change very, very, very soon. Spotify and iTunes gang, I never forget about you guys. How you guys doing today? You guys truly, truly help this channel more than you know, especially the Spotify and iTunes gang, because that is where most podcasts are held. YouTube, we just put it on, so that's another easy platform for people to listen on. So with that being said, follow the Instagram also at Pesky Poll Podcast. Let's get right into the news. Adam Ottavino, a name that in Red Sox Nation has haunted us. For a while now, for two years now, all right. 2019, dude was a stud. In 2019, dude was amazing. Six and five record, a 1.9 ERA, pitching 66 innings in 73 games. Now Adam Ottavino is somebody who ain't gonna pitch a ton of innings in a game. He is not a long reliever. He is someone. It's just going to come in and pitch an inning. Maybe a little more. That's all you need him to do. Now we have an official closer. All right. And y'all can come out here and say that last year wasn't really his year. Two and three record, 5.89 ERA. He sounds like every other pitcher that the Red Sox have brought through the system in the past year. And I get that. I understand that. Let me adjust my camera real quick. Let me put it a little down. So, sorry, Spotify, that didn't make any sense. But, He's one of those guys that's had a bad year in 2020. All right, a ton of guys had a bad year in 2020. The Yankees decided they were just going to get rid of the cap and trade him to an inner city rival, or not inner city, an inner division rival, which is unheard of, really. This is only the fifth time. 
The Red Sox and Yankees have made a trade in the past 50 years. Since 1970, they've only made five total trades. This doesn't happen often. Let's celebrate that Heim decided to jump on this and really get it out there and get us another pitcher. All right, he finally got us another pitcher. Like I said, Adam Adovino, throughout his career, his numbers are looking like a 472 win percentage, a 353 ERA. All right, he's not not bad at all. Strikeout to walk ratio at a 259. It's very good. 10.4 strikeouts a game. Very much a strikeout kind of guy. Uh, walks about four a game. Should really get that less. All right, a whip of about 1.31. So if he's coming in for, let's say, an inning. Let's say he's coming in to close the ninth. On average, he's letting up about a guy on base, and that's about it. All right, but he still averages that 3.53 ERA throughout his career. Once again, 2020 offseason. All right, that was a terrible season for a ton of players. Very few players actually got better throughout the 2020 season. Most just got worse. That's how it is. All right, that's how it, that's how it is. That's how it's always going to be. 2020 sucked. We can all agree on that. But even with his time in Colorado, dude was 2.43 ERA in 2018, 2.67 in 2016. Dude's been killing it for a while now. All right. Let me give me a second and let me look up his contract because I know the Yankees did this for a um, salary dump. And we got their number 24 prospect, too, who I believe was a pitcher also. Give me a little while. I might get him on the show. And Adam Montevito's contract ain't even bad. It's It was a three-year 27, and he's on the last year of his deal now. He's supposed to be paid $8.15 million this season. We paid... We pay Kike Hernandez more than that. Like, damn. I mean, we didn't pay Kike Hernandez more annually, but we paid Kike Hernandez more in total. But Adam Adovino, adding him to this rotation, adding him to this bullpen, which has a bunch of young arms in it already. Like I said, we got Hauk, Pavetta. I'll say this every episode. Hauk, Pavetta, Whitlock. We have this young movement in. And a guy like Ottavino could definitely come in here and teach these guys something, especially in the strikeout game. I wasn't expecting the Red Sox to come in here and get a guy to really help them boost for wins, but they did. I was expecting them to get somebody old in here, a.k.a. Corey Kluber, that can just really help out these young bucks on their road to success. Right, the road to success for them is going to be a long one, and I completely get that, but... Any sort of old help that you can get to mentor those guys to get them ready for 2022, 2023, and beyond, we could have done. But the Red Sox decided to go both. They got somebody who can help them out for at least a year, if not more, if they re-sign him back, and somebody who could teach these young bucks something else. All right, Adam Adovino is definitely a good, good signing. All right, and I know came from the Yankees. We don't really do trades with the Yankees around here, and I get that. It's a weird thing, I know, but it's for the best. All right, we got him. So, next we went to another uh, kind of rival and got one of their dudes. My guy, Kike Hernandez, who was somebody that I was a little weird on. I was, I was ish on him at first when I heard the original rumors come out. I was like, 
can this dude really play outfields? That was my big question. All right, if Baseball Reference could actually give me his stats. Uh, his stats aren't even on here. Really? Kike Hernandez. Stop. Stop giving me Enrique Hernandez. Sometimes Baseball Reference just doesn't want to be my friend, especially with my laptop slowly dying right now. It's, it's dumb. But with the Dodgers, I don't even know. It won't even give me his stats. That's weird. But with uh, Kike Hernandez coming in, I'm really happy with it. I mean, he's only 29, but he's an infielder who has played every position except catcher for the Dodgers. So he can play a little bit of everywhere. The question is, who do we want at second base? Is it Chavis' spot or is it Hernandez's spot? Hopefully if I go down in this article, give me some stats for him. There we go. Um, throughout his career, he averaged uh, 240, 313 on base, and four, or 313 slugging, and a 425. What you guys get it? You guys get it. It's been it's been an off episode for me, all right. And I hope you guys understand that. But I think that getting him on the I believe it's a, a two for fourteen. Yep, two for fourteen is a great great signing. It's a little more on the expensive side for an infielder, but especially with the rumors about Benetendi getting traded, we need another outfielder to come in here. Maybe Benny doesn't get traded now and he just takes the bench. Maybe. Hernandez goes out into the outfield, or Chavis goes out into the outfield. One of them takes that left field spot. Um, Doogie gets center, Renfro gets right, Duke, uh, Ben Attendee goes to the bench. Or we trade Ben Attendee for more prospect pitchers, and we sign another free agent outfielder, maybe a Billy Hamilton. I don't know, I'm just spitballing here. But now with these moves, now that we finally made some moves, there's some room for the Red Sox to play around with. We can maybe go – there are multiple options we can endure instead of just saying, look, we got to go from uh, – we got to get two pitchers. All right, now we got those two pitchers, and we got an infielder slash outfielder, Brock Holtish type. All right, we have plenty of room to play with now. Are we contenders? Let's not, let's not fool ourselves here. We're nowhere near contenders. That's something that's – Still way outside the road. I think by 2022, 2023, we will be playoff. And then 2023, 2024, we will be up there with contenders. The next guy we got is on. There we go. My laptop's being weird because it's about to die. But the next guy we got was Garrett Richards. He's a starting pitcher. One thing we needed. This dude's out of Riverside, too. And I, I think Christian Koss was out of Riverside. I don't know. Go back to the Christian Koss interview, and y'all will see where Christian Koss is from. But over the last three years, he's done very, very well. 2019, he barely played, which is concerning. But if you look at 2020, 2-2 record, 403 ERA with 51 innings pitched, I will take that. A whip of 1.2, not bad. Strikeout of 271. Keep Not a strikeout guy, but keeps the walks down. From the numbers, it looks like he is a pitch-to-contact guy. And if you look at him in 2014 and 2015, in 2014 he had thir- went 13-4 and four with a 2.61 ERA. And in 2015 he went 15-12. and 12. Dude started 32 games with a 3.65 ERA. Dude's been good. Dude's been very, very good throughout his career. All right, he is going to be 33 
sometime very soon. So he is on the older end of the of the ladder, but more more than excited to have this guy on the team and just see what he can do with this starting rotation. So now that we have Richards, our starting rotation, or starting pitchers, I should say, we have Chris Sale, Erod, Avaldi, Richards, Perez, Hauk, Pavetta. We have seven starters now. I'm okay with that. Now the question is, do the Red Sox start sliding into a six-man um, rotation? And the answer is maybe. I mean, you have the depth for it now. You have you picked up a bunch of starting pitchers, and now you have a um, you still have Brazier in the uh, in the bent in the which you know what I'm talking about in the bullpen. You have um, who am I forgetting? I don't forget a lot. You have Barnes. You have Jeffrey Springs. That's the name I was looking for. You have Otto Vino. You have at least eleven pitchers now, and I know there's one more I'm forgetting. You have plenty of pitchers now. You're good. We're actually good now with pitchers. And that doesn't even exclude the fact that maybe Mata could make his uh, debut this year. Did I forget Whitlock? I think I forgot Whitlock. So that's your 12. With Mata 13th on the way. I like it. I really like it. You know, well, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. And by the way, once again, I apologize for these episodes being a little bit shorter than usual. They're probably going to be around the half-hour point to 45-minute point now instead of, you know, your typical hour to hour and 15-minute episodes. But twice a week, I have less to cover. A, I don't have a co-host. B, there's there's plenty going against me now, but I'm going to try and keep getting people in through um, the rotation, maybe get some fans on too. That's something I've been, I've gotten some DMs from fans saying if I ever need some help to let me know. And trust me, those fans out there, if you're listening, I really appreciate it. And plus, I apologize if you can hear anything in the background. I got, I got people living, you know, right behind these walls. So they're annoyed with me already, probably with this. I already told them about it. I apologized. But let's get into some more MLB news. So uh, spring training. Right around the corner, it might get delayed once again. I mean, the union is pushing back. The cactic, basically, what's happening is the Cactus League is saying we should delay the start, and the union pushes back. At this point, I really feel that we should just go for it. All right, the NFL proved to us that we can real, we can realistically run. A 17-week season, they didn't miss a single damn game. Yes, a lot was being pushed around, but they made it through. The NBA is now showing us that you can have that sport every single day of the week, and they're still making it work. Yes, they've had a lot of postponements so far, and it's going to drive their playoffs back even more, but we should have the same thing with baseball. Why wouldn't we? I mean, we have... Um, maybe just World Series is pushed back. Maybe you have an extra two weeks at the end of the year completely dedicated to games that were postponed. What's stopping that? All right, every other team is around has proved that this is a possibility. You know, it can work. Well, we can find a way to make it work. It'll be hard. Like I said, there'll be a lot of postponements. We maybe won't even have any fans at any games this season. But we're going to make it work. I promise you. They'll find a way to make it work. 
Next thing we got, and I'm I'm really sorry, I'm speeding through this episode right now. My laptop is on four percent. It is slowly dying. But with the um with that whole thing about us maybe missing playoffs, uh the MLBPA rejects the MLB's proposal of a universal DH. We are back to the NL not having any more DHs, which means we can have Bartolo hitting home runs again. I'm kidding. Bartolo's been retired for years now. Technically not, but no one's gonna sign him, sadly. Moment of silence for Bartolo. A legend. Y'all know. Bartolo is a legend. But Universal DH in the NL really worked last year. And I think with the addition of um, the second base rule, where teams, you know, you get your runner on second base right from the get-go in extra innings. I don't know. Maybe that's something we want to explore is having that Universal DH if we want to keep that other rule in there. Because then that just screws over um, the other teams. Because then you have to not only worry about keeping your relievers active and healthy and making sure they have plenty of stamina and not overusing them, but when you get into those extra inning games, when am I going to sub them out? I have to sub them out if they're running, obviously, or if they're hitting, I have to sub them out. You know, you're going to keep going through pitchers faster and faster and faster. We got we to gotta do something about it. All right, and let's say... Let's say just a complete hypothetical. All right, you have a pitcher go in. Oh, wait, never mind. That's not a rule. I was thinking that you have to stay in for at least three pitches or three batters in a row. But if it's an inning change, you can you can change out pitchers. So that's something. But we're going back to having regular pitchers. All right, and the final bit of news, and like I said, I know this is this episode's only going to be like 20 minutes long, and I hate it, but I need to get something out for you guys because you guys deserve it. Uh, this is a very small thing. Uh, Toronto gets a little bit worse. Uh, they let Hector Perez go, and he's over in Cincinnati. Um, I don't know too much about the Reds or the – oh, Hector Perez is only 24. Made his big league debut for Toronto last season. Um, in his lone game, he gave up two runs and three hits. Wow. Uh, it was a trade to a player to be named later or cash. The problem is – Hmm. I am very confused why they would do that. Perez is only 24. Hector Perez is only 24. You don't just get rid of young bucks like that. Let me look at his numbers real quick if I can find them. Because usually you want to keep a hold of your young bucks like that. And I get this episode's been all over the place. Once again, I apologize. It's been a bad episode. And trust me, that's something with me. As I like to keep my episodes consistent, I want you guys to have good episodes. I won't release an episode if I don't think it's good, but you guys deserve an episode. You know, I feel, I, I just feel bad about it. Uh, let me look at his minor and winter league stats for Hector Perez. My laptop load. Like I said, this laptop's been struggling. The battery life on this laptop sucks. Let me go down. And yeah, he has, he has been bad. He has not been bad in the uh, minors. Uh, let's see, last year for, um, yeah, because it's a lot of numbers. <laughs> uh, he played in New Hampshire for a little while, had a 4-6 ERA there. In 2018, he played for Bulls Creek. Uh, he had a 3-8-4. All throughout, um, for all levels, he has a 23-16 and record and a 3-6-6 ERA. And that's through all levels, so you can take with that as you will. 
All right, my laptop is on 2%, and I don't know how much you guys really care about. The um, The only reason I wrote up was because it involved an inter-city rival, not an inter-city, once again, inter-division rival. But with that, um, I know I didn't put out an episode on Sunday, and I really should have, and I apologize. It was my birthday on Sunday. I wanted to record um, and just spend some time doing what I love, but family comes first. I was hanging out with my with my two sisters all day. Uh, we lost at bowling. I lost at bowling. We're not gonna not gonna cut the cameras. We're not gonna talk about that. All right. One thing that I, that was the one thing that I really liked this week. It was a fun day. Even the people that I live with at college that knew it was my birthday did something really special for me, and that meant the world to me. My laptop is on one percent, and it is dying slowly. So I apologize. I am going to have to wrap this one up here. Thank you guys so much for watching. God bless you guys. Keep him close. I always keep my Bible right here. You guys mean the world to me. You know that. Roll the outro music. Once again, I apologize. This episode is so short. I will see you guys in the next one. Say yes, say yes, it's true Cause you like that